They're tales as old as time. We all know them, but how do anime interpretations of fairy tales measure up? Welcome to Popcorn <laughs> Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's Otaku Movie Anatomy. Woo! That music. I like when you're like, yeah. tale as old as time. And I was going to be all, oh, yeah. song as oh. old as rock, motherfuckers. <laughs> Thanks for watching Otaku Movie Anatomy, guys. Uh, we are officially changing the name yes. after two months. Finally found the name. Wait, yeah. has it been two months? I feel like that's a short amount of time it for us. It has been about... Pretty efficient. Yeah. We talked about it a lot, though. Like, too yeah. much. Yes. So, next week, we will be the Mighty Otaku. The Ooh, Mighty Otaku Mighty Show. Otaku. What a great name. Are we the Mighty Otaku Show or the Mighty Otaku Broadcast? Or I thought it was just going to be Mighty Otaku. The Mighty Otaku. Who cares? Should we put an S on the end? We're the only people. I We're the best. I have a lot of questions, guys. <laughs> As always, be sure to subscribe and rate on iTunes. Hit that thumbs up on YouTube. And follow us on Twitter at The Popcorn Talk. Yeah. I am your host, as always. I am Yume. You can find me everywhere on the internet at Yume Warlock. And I'm Maxwell Song, and you can find me on the everything at Max Saltz. I am Chubby Bunny Michelle. You can find me everywhere on the internet at I am Chubby Bernie. Hey, we're getting really good at introducing yeah. ourselves, not loving it up. Surprise. Don't forget our names. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, <laughs> we're, this is gonna be a good, I know. This is a good cast. Good I looked cast, at the guys. right camera. Just to get you notice, we're all here this week as opposed to last week when nobody was here. Yeah. And the week yes. before, it was just me and Jonathan. <laughs> so this is an upward trend, guys. Upward trend. Just fucking team up Look, Zelda here. came out, and I was very yeah. busy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doing yeah, work and, and not playing Zelda. Yeah, and yeah. Mass Effect is out now. Yet we are all still here. I don't, I don't, it's, it's I don't play the Mass I, Effects. I also do not play the Mass Effect. It's, the, it's like the third or... It's, like it's a, the fourth one. It's the fourth one. one. There's like a fourth bunch, one. right? Yeah. Okay. From the first three, the fourth one. Uh, uh, if you want my professional opinion, and yes, I'm technically a, a reviewer professional. of professional uh, nature, being technically, uh, it's bad. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone looks like melted crayons. Yeah. Uh, all right. Oh, real quick. Uh, internet, uh, welcome to the chat. It's Tanashi's Movie Corner. Hello. And hey. Lauren Markland. What's up? Hey. What's up, Lauren? Lauren, you, you got to figure out something better to do than just watch us. <laughs> no. <laughs> Don't say hobby. that. Please. Get a real She's, hobby. She is our diehard fan. That's yeah. true. Diehard fan. Yeah. We love you, Lauren. We have fans. We have. <laughs> We're not. Fans. Even if we actually yeah. know them in real life. Even if they're our friends and I feel like she just watches it out of pity. Like, that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. All right, guys, tonight we are talking fairy tales, the Japanese interpretations of Western ones, and their own, inspired by Western ones. But Yumi, yeah. why are we talking about fairy tales this week? You might ask. <laughs> it is because we watched the Beauty and the Beast live action. Well, Michelle and I did. I don't know if Max did. Yeah. I, I have no interest in watching this. Two to this. three ain't bad. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, this is my interpretation of it. It's a movie that didn't need to happen, but it has Emma Watson in it, and I love her, Tales so it doesn't matter. Old yes. as time. So, what was your opinion on the movie, on that movie specifically? I thought Michelle? it was cute, but like the problems they have are pretty big problems. Yeah. Like what the, were the problems? Like they auto tune the shit out of Emma Watson. It was it was it's very so noticeable. creepy, and I, I my my biggest like peeve about that is that. I know a lot of people were hating on Emma because she can't sing the best. I'm like, okay, but she's not bad. She's okay. She's okay. I think if you're uh, like, they made a Disney movie with The Rock, and The Rock could barely speak words in song form. Oh, so it's like, he did it though. I'm not saying that he did a terrible. <laughs> I'm saying, but like, if they can make The Rock, who right. obviously is not a very yeah. good singer, sound her. really awesome and make like a really huge Disney hit, they're gonna be able to do it with Emma Watson, which the, I'm sure was not terrible. Yeah, there was just moments where like. 
She didn't sound human. It's just our technology isn't there yet to make to have autotune sound natural. It yeah. just sounds like huh? like all of her note jumps were like too smooth. You yeah. Know? Uh-huh. Or or just what other producer was working on the autotune just really fucked yeah. up. Yeah. He just two. he just cranked that autotune up and it was like uncanny valley. It was yeah. it was bad. Uh, Did you say uncanny valley? It's yeah. Uncanny valley. Uncanny, uncanny valley. It's in, it happens in like three D animation. It's 3D. a it's a dressing that you put on salad. I hate so that's hit it. Hit it. Oh, you guys, I ask you a normal valley. ass question. Okay. You give me Uncanny Valley, if you want to explain okay. it to her, Max. The Uncanny Valley is basically if something is kind of close to real, but uh-huh. uh, but as still detached enough to where you're like, where is this go? You know, it's not a caricature, but it's like an imitation of real life. Like mm-hmm. an, if an alien wore human skin, you know, like you wouldn't. It would it would look off, but it would essentially be there. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's kind of like show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like uh, Final Fantasy fifteen. They they look so close yeah. to real, but you yeah. know that it's not. There's there's like oh, you know, okay. and they move like this yeah. a little bit, and it's kind of janky. And so everyone, like, that's uh, anyway. what an uncanny valley is. Whenever they decided to explain it, uh, real yeah. quick in the chat, welcome Andrew Drew. How you doing? What's and up, Andrew? there are people starting to get get in a, in it with uh, Beauty and the Beast on chat. Oh which damn! Is kind of funny. We opened up a camera. This this movie has been very like polarizing. I mean, yeah. I liked it, but Beauty and the Beast is one of my favorites, but I think the costuming was also very problematic. Some of it was great, but it wasn't for the main character. So yeah. like, it didn't make any it, sense. It didn't make sense. And like I, I get they addressed the whole like glitter glue on her dress. But yeah. I was like It's magic, assholes. I, I was like, it's still <laughs> glitter glue though, guys. I mean I just need someone to like have the beast not look like a really handsome form of a beast. You know what I mean? Like he's the beast looks like regal and interesting and like, oh man just he's like a hairier handsome prince man you know I, what i mean yeah, yeah. and so, some from our friends who are like actual animators like they animate for a living i've heard that the biggest problem with the beast is that he's not animated with any weight or emotion mm-hmm. so when he jumps and shit it's just like ah like he just he's like a yeah. giant heavy thing right but when he jumps you don't get any impact did you notice this, this, that um, at all? I didn't get that he it, he just seemed really fake to me. Like yeah. the CG wasn't good enough or something. I think I don't the know. thing with him is that like they, it was very uncanny valley. By the way, it was uncanny just kind of like you could tell that it was okay, but he had no depth, no soul. And I think mm-hmm. like when we we went actually saw it with Lauren Marklin, hey, shout out Lauren, to you. What's up? Um, and we discussed like they could have literally just done it like uh, with prosthetics, mm-hmm. and it would have been better. Like from Beauty and the Beast with the Linda Hamilton version, where he lived in the yeah. sewers. Yeah, I love that, that he sense. lived in the sewers and helped yeah. herself crimes. That was the best version. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, you literally I want to watch that version. It. It's on like it's, Netflix. Yeah. Are going to take it off? Or I don't think do. so. It's like on Hulu. It's, it's from like Hulu. the 80s and 90s. Yeah. That's an amazing premise. Yeah, yeah she's I basically April O'Neil and he's a Ninja Turtle but he's the beast and she's not. That's and cool. she's the beauty. I like that she's way the, yeah. better than some rich asshole being like, I'm a prince and like... <laughs> I don't even know what the fuck his I'm going to steal this woman and she'll follow me because I have money. He wasn't but I don't think he was a prince either. No, he was a prince. He's a prince and like they explained a lot of like the why do people forget them in the cartoon yeah. they oh, no, tried I to just oh yeah I, I do like that i've been seeing this thing going around where it's like he's literally the worst prince ever because <laughs> for 20 years he's just been in his castle missing and no one gives a <laughs> yeah. shit well they, in the movie they're like it's magic the yeah, witch made, the witch made them, them forget magic Ugh. but they didn't say there was a time freeze which everyone's like why is chip this old if he's been here for who many how many years like 30, he's a 30 year old teacup yeah so he's a 30 year old teacup I love in that <laughs> I love that he's just never be, left home it'd be yeah. funny if like when he turned back to new humans he t- he's like a boy but he's talking like this yeah he's like <laughs> gone through puberty he's like what's happening to me why am I like this mother anyway <laughs> but anyways I feel like if you're a true fan of well, if you're a fan of that movie you're probably gonna like it it's definitely not 
super necessary, yeah. I want to say. But is Emma Watson as gorgeous as I think she is? Is the question. Uh, so I was looking movie. at chat, which is blowing up. <laughs> um, uh, she's fine. Like honestly, it's not about it's not about beauty or whatever. But like, I she looked quite plain and not like everyone's like she's such a beauty and I'm like I don't know. Like, so like okay, <laughs> so the what I do know about Beauty Beast is when they originally animated her, they didn't want her to be like beautiful. They wanted her to have very good eyes, like mm-hmm. as if she was kind of beautiful as in within. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, that's the way they drew her. Okay, but I think. My problem and that's is that's the way they drew Emma Watson in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> the thing with Emma Watson is like they're bas- they basically forcing her to be the animated version, and it seems really weird. Yeah, right. a lot of people I said that she's saying. like kind of wearing it. She's like just there. She's like just there. And a lot of scenes, like for example, be our guest, which is which is a terrible scene. It wasn't. It felt really flat. She's sitting there, like she's supposed to be reacting, and in the, in the animation, she's like, you know. And yeah. in this one, she's going. She's going. She's smirking. She goes. <laughs> yeah, it's, she literally does this and this and, and goes. And that's all she does yeah. the whole fucking song. It's weird. And I, I feel like it's not her acting ability because yeah. she's acted full CG before. She was sure. in all the Harry Potter movies. Yeah. And she yeah. started out really bad as a kid and then grew into some that, somebody that's really good. So I'm yeah. like, okay. I mean, I bet that's what their their whole thing was like. Let's tone it down a little bit and make it a little bit more realistic. <laughs> Turn it down a notch. Because like, if you uh, imagine like if I was in that position, I'd be like, "Holy shit! What is all this? You're doing this for me? Yeah. Like, I'd be so excited." <laughs> maybe it just doesn't read it well as a Disney movie at that yeah. point. All right. Well, let's get back into oh, this fairy shit. tale. Oh, we had a topic. We, we had a topic. Uh, for those of you who do not know what a fairy tale is, I I bothered to Wikipedia. Oh, it's oh thank you. <laughs> As always, um, a fairy tale is a sh- a type of short story that typically features folkloric fantasy characters and beings such as dwarves and elves and dragons and stuff. Uh, they usually involve humble heroes who face fantastical evil adversities, either wicked stepmothers or witches or warlocks or evil fantastical beasts. Fantastical beasts. Fantastical hey, beasts. That's there the name you of go. Movie. Uh, uh, uh. So if you didn't know, that's what it is. Yeah, um, yeah. And so, Japanese versions. Uh, so for those of you who don't know, um, uh, if we can get to the Toei image, uh, back in the about 70s to 80s, Toei decided that they were going to do a whole bunch of Grimm's and Hans Christian Andersen films based specifically on uh, fairy tales, yeah. um, which it seems a lot like there were things that I noticed that seemed like, especially with The Little Mermaid, that it seemed like Disney took cues from. Oh, no. Disney took a lot. Well, one example is, what is it, Kimba? Yeah, Kimba yeah. the White Lane. Kimba is like, you're, you're very much like, oh, they make Kimba, and then you watch the Disney movie, and it's like, oh, it's very similar. Mm-hmm. It's very similar in a lot of ways. And the thing is, it's like, the, the animation community probably back in this time was yeah. also probably very small. Very small. You know, yeah. so like whatever works people found, I'm yeah. sure they would take techniques and, yeah, you inspiration know, pool inspiration. Is very small. Exactly. Yeah. So it's, it's of course you're going to see some like crossover. Yeah. Everyone's mood boards look the same. So basically <laughs> they did, their first was I think Puss in Boots or the, the Wondrous Adventures of Puss in Boots back in like the late 60s. Mm. Then they did Sinbad. Mm. Um, at Sinbad's some dope. point they did The Little Mermaid which was in 75, I believe, they also did Anne of Green Gables. Oh, and they didn't, like, <laughs> they didn't sugar up this yeah. stuff. Like, they, yeah. in Little Mermaid, she's just like... Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. The biggest difference of what you notice is that the Japanese interpretations of, of the early stuff in, mm. like, the 70s and 80s is they stick to the story. That shit mm-hmm. is gruesome. The Little Mermaid, she 
attempts she, she, to kill the prince at some yeah. point and decides not to. And then she turns into bubbles and shit. Like, that's a real thing. Yeah. Damn. And bubbles. The only thing covering her boobs is her hair. Bum, 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 bum. Oh, no shells? No shells. No oh, shells. Man. But uh, there is this kind of, I mean, it's, it's funny as people who, like, watch a lot of anime, there are consistently mascot characters mm-hmm. like the Beauty and the Beast has a dolphin which I was like oh it kind of reminds me of Flounder <laughs> you know she has a dolphin yeah. I can't remember his name wait did yeah. you say Beauty and the Beast has no, dolphins no Little, Little Mermaid. Mermaid I was gonna say what, what it's, it's, an it's, an it's an underwater um, version yeah. they're all mermaids but I watched has no shit. Little Mermaid yeah. like I remember watching as a kid and like you see the kind of musical numbers that they do mm-hmm. and it's very I feel like it's very much Disney influencing Toei Toei doing something that later influenced Disney, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. Probably. 15 years later. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, the fact is, even for Disney's success, it's like these fairy tales have been so, you know, woven into our culture. You know, there's, yeah. The fact is that these books and stories have been way more popular before even, you know, Disney made them, you know, their business, basically their lifeblood from using these yeah. stories. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, of course, you're going to definitely see um, a, a, it kind of, like, go through their Japanese culture as well. Because, I mean, Japanese, the, in Japan, duh, uh, <laughs> they have their own stories, they have their own folklore, and mm-hmm. they have um, all of these stories that they pass and create anime and things and uh, shows or books. You know, like, all of that is so saturated in just globally. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It just It's interesting to see, like, different interpretations because America... We're very much like, oh, we can't show that to our children. Yeah. Yeah. And Japan's it has like... It to be a happy ending. Yeah. yeah. Japan is like, we nah, she's going to try to get yeah. her, her tail back. And yeah. She might kill that guy. I would say all of Asia, as far as like films and TV go, it's like, if, you, if no one dies, no one learns a lesson. So. Yeah. They don't <laughs> shy away from that concept, which is, yeah. which is very interesting. Um, I think for me, like the first actual like Toei fairy tale anim- anime that I saw was the Swan Lake one, mm-hmm. uh, which came out in 81, same year I was born, guys. <laughs> um, but I had never heard of Swan Lake because my parents don't speak English. So they have no idea what that is. Mm. Um, but... What was interesting to me is that like they have like two little squirrel like companions in there Aww. that help them aid them along, <laughs> and I That's was like, cool. "Oh, mascot characters!" Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, they also, I feel like they also gave more um, because I later then read the actual fairy tales. They, I feel like they gave the characters much more of a story. Like yeah. Siegfried gets like a background, Odette gets a background, Odile gets a background, and I was like, "Oh, I see the makings of." All of these things that, that um, I feel like most anime do now, where they're like, yes, we can take this inspiration, but let's build upon it because fairy tales generally are very like 2D characters. Like, yeah. Very flat. And then there was a witch and she killed this person yeah. and everyone's yeah. dead. Also, like, <laughs> Don't the, leave your house. The, I've been reading and I've been trying to figure this stuff out, especially for, you know, what I was trying to figure out. I don't know, it's kind of a weird topic because it's like folk, folklore and fairy tales are two different things, technically. And they say that. There are folklore that can be fairy tales, but not folk, not fairy tales that can be folklore. So, yeah, I, I've been kind of trying to figure out what what is folklore because, like, all these stories that you hear, like Alice in Wonderland, is a fairy tale, right? But technically, uh, like Anne of Green Gables or whatever is yeah, is not. not Cinderella. Technically, is a fairy tale. Oh. But it came from folklore. Yeah. yeah, but it comes from folklore. So it's it's this weird like. Yeah, it can be inspired by yeah. uh, true events or um, urban legends, as they yeah. say. And so it, I did read uh, on that. That's why I pulled the Wikipedia 
dictionary. Hey, so y'all. a lot of fairy tales, <laughs> a lot of fairy tales have mostly encompassed only European folklore, mm-hmm. and they call them fairy stories or fairy tales because they are there's fairies in it. Yeah, well, it's because they're like um, there's like. Like in in German, they're called like wonder stories. It, it it's Martian. So it, like they're like it's because it's just so outrageous that it's unbelievable. But they have some kind of a lesson. Right. So, so I mean, it is. is it because that there's a lesson? Like I, it, the weird thing is like I every time I think of a fairy tale, it it has to be something super fantastical. There either mm-hmm. has to be a fairy in it or some sort of like magical element. Like Rumpelstiltskin is yeah. is a good example of that, where it's like. You know, he's like this weird magical devil guy, yeah. you know? Like, that, to me, is what makes a fairy tale a fairy tale. And then everything else sort of, like, Snow White kind of has a witch in it. So is that, you know, it's like, it's like just a weird interpretation. is a witch. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, but, I mean, if we're talking about, so as far as, like, Asia goes, what, mm-hmm. I mean, we don't call them fairy tales by name, but at the same time, like, they're their stories and traditions that are largely, like... Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, we have a tale of Princess Kaguya. Like, people didn't believe there was a girl that came down from the moon. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Maybe they did. I mean, they did. Though. But, I mean, well, but the thing is, it's like, it's still, it's still, it's still spun into a story that yeah. is more fairy tale like that. Yeah. Know, because, Ghibli I mean, put out. It's, it's like, like, by definition, is it a humble heroes or like, is there a fantastical beast? Is there yeah. some kind of lesson to right. learn from it? Usually, it's, the lesson thing is, is why they exist yeah. at all. Because, because I'm wondering if we're, you know, I didn't know if we were going to do, like, Japanese legends or, like, yokai or folklore or anything we like kinda, that. Yeah, we kind of do. Did you read the rundown, Max? <laughs> a little bit. There's a lot here. Uh, right, There's three right. pages. Right. Um, anyway, the, the fact of the matter is, like, there is Japanese folklore, which I'm wondering, like, this is very completely different because they're taking European stories specifically and making very Japanese tropes out of mm-hmm. them. Like, so yeah, to sometimes, me is a, sometimes yeah. yeah, which is, to me, like, does that also include Japanese folklore where it's more like creatures that they, like, think did something, like, had an effect in the world, like, was a real entity that moved things? I think sometimes it depends what's, it's very specific. Some, yeah. um, I've studied a lot of, I had a whole class on urban legends and folklore mythology in Asia, but I think sometimes it was based on, like, natural events, sometimes it's just something random. I just, it just depends on the story, honestly. Yeah. Hmm. So, yeah, but you know. that's a good segue stories to Michelle's topic, which Aww. is animes that use fairy tales of prize but goes off the rails. I have in the notes totes off the rails, thank <laughs> yeah. you very much. Uh, so, it's great when they give, like, Ghibli does a really good interpretation. Hey, Hans Christian Anderson, we're going to take your story, make take the plot and put into anime. Sometimes, they're just like, we like... This, the, the name of the fairy tale yes. and that's all we need uh, so a couple of examples um, we have Snow White with the red hair uh, also known as Akagami no Shirayuki Hime uh, that just came out last in anime form last year um, I've read the entire man- manga I've only seen mm-hmm. season one of the anime mm-hmm. season two just came out this year I've seen this and it's really beautifully animated mm-hmm. actually uh, the storyline has nothing to do with Snow White or dwarves or just the girl's name is Shirayuki Hime which is Snow, Snow White Princess Hime yeah um, and she has red hair, but she's actually studying to be an herbologist and a doctor, and she does meet a prince, but she insists on not being helped by that prince to gain status in life and has to work hard and study and gambate. And it's it, very modern. Yeah, so where are, yeah. The, where, where are the dwarves? There are zero fucking there are, dwarves. There are no elements zero of... Zero dwarves, yeah, huh? There's an apple in the first uh, episode or issue. But she, she likes apples? No, um, people say her, her hair is apple-colored. Oh, yeah, and yeah. And then in the first prince to find her is a mean prince who wants her as her concubine so he sends uh-huh. her apples to try to poison her 
And he's like, well, but then but then her her love interest eats it instead, and he's like, well, if you want the cow, you'll have to marry me. And she's like, fine, whatever. And then Prince is like, I'm immune to poison. Surprise. <laughs> so I just ruined How the convenient. I just ruined the first episode, but after that, it kind of it's a really interesting story about love and trying your hardest, as most anime are. Um, very cute. Oh, that's nice. Uh, another Snow Whitey. Snow White. Oh, I should have said that. I'm sorry. <laughs> Please leave it off the internet. <laughs> another Snow White-ish <clears throat> story is uh, the the beautiful fantasy of Praetor. If you guys are around in the 2000s, this this anime was oh, yeah. a, a reverse harem, basically, where there's one girl and tons of dudes. Um, in wow. This, in this case, it's really really popular when it came Wait, out. Wait, was? Yeah. Like, I, it had the oh, accent over the E. Oh, I'm thinking about Pretty Cure. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. That? No, that's Pretty Cure. No. Pretty Cure is different. That's Pretty Cure, yeah. Pretty Cure, okay. not yeah. Pretty Cure. Listen and learn Maxwell's song. So, basically, it's kind of like Snow White and the Seven Doors, except, um, so, Himeno is the name of the girl. She is the Snow White, but she's the Pretty She's the magical being that can fuse with these other guys to become, to have magical powers to defeat the evil. Um, there are seven guys. Oh my god! Um, they do not have names like Bashful and whatever the fuck. But there's Dopey. always. But of course, Dopey, there's like yeah. the one guy who's really mean to her, and then she falls in love with him. It's basically a dating sim. Yeah, it's really good. <laughs> um, and it's <laughs> and every time she fuses with another guy, she gets a new costume. It was kind of a big deal in like early 2000s. Huh, yeah, I've like never late seen 90s. this. It's really cute. It's it's not very deep, but it's, it is the prettier. Um, so that's another Snow White, and then we have oh god, this one's great. Mermaid Melody, peachy peachy pitch. Do you guys know this at all? No. never watched any of these. Oh. Except not, not for, like, the first bit. one. Okay, And well, even then, I didn't really watch it. I think I read one chapter, and I was like, I got it. Well, Merma- so Praetor is pretty old. Uh, Mermaid Melody is, it's. I think it's from the same era, but there's a lot of it because it's made for little girls. It's kind of, oh. it's in that, that pretty cure, you know, age segment. Um, and Mermaid Melody, peachy, 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 sorry, peachy, peachy, pitch. Let's wait very specific. <laughs> they take, there is a mermaid. Uh, named Lucia Nanami. She is a princess. Uh, and seven Naturally. years ago, she saved a young boy. And she, she like, you know, in the present day, she wants to find him again. But I, can, I think it's like, if she tells him she's a mermaid, she'll turn to sea foam. So she, like, is sitting around plotting, like, how can I get him to remember me? Because she has a human form for some reason. I don't know what the huh. And then, but then the twist does not have nothing to do with the little mermaid is that most of the plot actually centers on there's an evil there's evil sea witches and her and her friends have to transform into pop idols to use their singing oh, okay. to defeat the <laughs> sea witches wait underwater and above water as well as humans and as mermaids oh oh so they have yeah. to sing above water and yes, as pop well, idols well I guess yeah mermaids yeah. sing yeah I got that because they have magical I, pearls I understand that yeah they have, they have pearls this is Hey, look. They got <laughs> pearls that change them into singing idols. If you want to weaponize singing voices, I'm all about that. I'm okay. I like that it's both magical girls, uh-huh. idol anime, uh-huh. and also fantasy. And that's what yeah. we're made. So, I like it. way to go. And that one's actually appropriate for small children, so... That one's for you, Amy Steinberger. Yes. <laughs> I know all your children. They, they, these definitely seem very much like... A lot of the fairy tale premises... I don't think I've ever seen a dark version of it. Not really. Which one? Like, fairy tales? Like, uh, all of these have been children's stuff, and all the ones that I can think of are, like, basically for younger children and not more of, like, the teen audiences, you know, mm-hmm. except for Berserk. Berserk is different. Yeah. It's, not a, it's not a fairy tale, really. But, I mean, yeah, it's not, <laughs> it's it's not more super like a fairy fancy, tale. but... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which, what, where is the difference? Where is the line cross between fantasy and fairy tale? It, like, it's, I think it has to be, like, old and then also passed down through hundreds of years, you know. It's, it's kind of like, so you're saying, it has to have a history. Right, the fairy tale is the story itself. 
right? <laughs> like, that's why it's, I feel like Max is confused about the wrong thing. <laughs> no, no, no. It's just like, it's, it's weird because yeah. I don't know. I just had trouble with this topic because I just don't know like where the influences end. You know what I mean? I think that like the fantasy genre can be yeah. like, have roots yeah. within fairy tales, but I think I feel like the fantasy genre generally has more of like an action to it. Like it's more like like berserk. It's action focused. Right. It is a bit more gritty and detailed than like there's a lot of like sex and violence in it, mm-hmm. yeah. which is like the violence in in fairy tales generally has been to teach a lesson, right. not to just show how shitty the world is. Yeah, so like in uh, Hansel and Gretel, the, I think the witch, how does the real version go? She like kills a couple of kids first. Yes. Yeah. And then you you get a description of it. And then, I don't think she dies in the end. I think she just keeps eating kids or something. No. <laughs> she, she just eats They, they kill her. Oh, they kill her. So, but the, yeah, they burn yeah. her in the oven. But yeah. the lesson, it's not about the story. It's about don't go where you're not told to go. Yeah. Yeah. By yourself, people are all there to get you. Even yeah. if your parents abandon you. Even if your parents, yeah, because I mean, you have, <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, like, like there is actually like a, a I think Nippon one did one about like the red shoes, and the red shoes is a fucked up, like it's a fucked up fairy tale. Oh man, it's about a that. girl who really likes red shoes, and her mom's like, you can't buy these, and then she goes to church, and the church is like scandalized because you're not supposed to want that kind of shit, you know? Yeah. And so she puts them on, and they make her dance forever until she gets her foot chopped up, feet chopped off. Yeah, anime, yep. y'all. Fantasy. She gets her feet chopped off because she's too much dancing. The lesson Mm -hmm. there is don't be vain. Yeah, so they all have lessons and like bullshit like that. I I thought the lesson was buy those shoes because they look fantastic. (laughs) Yeah, because to me, I'm like, yeah, I like those red shoes. But yeah, back in the day, you're supposed to be like humble and practice like prudence or whatever not. Um, But I think that's really the main difference. Like folklore generally has been to teach some kind of a lesson. Huh. Well then this is going to be really weird because I've been trying to figure out what the common traits were in anime. Honestly, I just, once again, this topic is just so wildly vague because, you know, you, the dragons came from a place. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like the idea of fairies came from a place. They came from stories, probably from fairy tales, and then it's woven itself into the fantasy genre. And so you see a lot of that stuff that you are very much like, oh, this is... This is fantasy world, but is it just D&D or is it a fairy tale? And I got a little confused. However, there's one thing that I haven't got confused about, and that's Alice in Wonderland is something that they use all the time. Yes. Yeah. They love, they love Alice, Alice in Wonderland. Wonderland. I don't know what it is, but I, I, I mean, I wish I could name all of them, um, but I know Pandora Hearts is one of those that, like, it just kind of, t- it took pieces it took pieces of Alice in Wonderland and like kind of forms it in their own way. And that's what I see a lot of, especially with these fairy tales, mm-hmm. is like they just sort of vaguely take like the core concept of it, mm-hmm. you know? And like they sort of like mix it together in their own way, which always kind of creates these really unique, unique, I guess, interpretations of them. So I was wondering what you guys thought were kind of like the weird common general things that you see over and over again. In fairy tales or in anime? Oh, in anime. In anime. Because there's a lot. Fairy tales? Yeah, yeah. Like, I feel like, like Alice in Wonderland is, I feel like there is a very Japanese thing about this kind of obsession with like a young girl. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I see it all the time where it's like I, why Alice in Wonderland is popular. It's about a young girl who goes, get, gets lost in this fantasy world. But the same thing with like Red, Wire, like Red Riding Hood. It's always a young girl in some kind of peril and then they make her out to be either like oddly sexy for no reason <laughs> or she's like overpowered and has to save the world it's yeah. just like their yeah. obsession with like 
when you see vampires, the vampires, there's always one that is like a child vampire. Yeah. And she's all they're always the weirder, like powerful yeah. ones. You and know? they they've always got some kind of weird sexuality, even if they're drawn to be like eight, yeah. to be fair. Hmm. Well, Japan is the country of drawing sexy, yeah, not yeah, children, yeah, but anyway, lowlies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, yes. uh, so I don't know. Like, I feel I, I don't know. Do you think it's overused? Do you? Because I there's a lot of stuff that I see where I'm just like, there's always a rabbit boy in Alice in Wonderland ones, or like a cat boy. I don't know. There's always like, those like a shonen type character. Yeah, it's Shota version. Yeah, and it's just like, it's so weird to like put those together in a weird sense. You know what I mean? It's like you're you're like, oh, that's the white rabbit, but it's like this sexy boy. Yeah. I can see and what just, it happens in translation with their how they're adapting it though. Is that they're like, okay, we want this store, but wouldn't it be yeah. cool if we did it our way, of which we yeah. can only do five different ways? Like we have to have all our tropes, so we have to have the sexy girl with the big boobs, mm-hmm. and we have to have the mean mother, and we have to have the shota boy who wears shorts and like, but also looks like a girl, and everything thinks he's a girl for like three episodes. Like yeah. they just take what they want, and you know, and I think yeah. that's that's a valid method of creation, you know, of, of new stories. Yeah, I feel like it's one of those. It's a trope because like, hey, it works, and people don't hate it. Yeah, yeah. I have to say, um, I haven't seen a lot of it, but the Magi series, of which there's a bunch. Oh, the um, Sinbad, the uh, a thousand, yeah. thousand nights. There's like three. Series, I think. Uh, three, three there's three like spin-offs and oh. yeah, the, no, there's Magi and then there's uh, Sinbad, which oh, yeah, Sinbad is, is Sinbad oh, Magic. Okay, so yeah. it's just actually just two. Two, okay. Um, and yeah, that's actually a pretty good interpretation of like yeah, and they take um, what they do is they, t- they take that fairy tale and then they uh, make it a shonen adventure, you know. So and that worked pretty well. It's pretty yeah. popular. Yeah, in I just it, I know. Well, I guess it. Yeah, it has like things that allude to it. Like some are way more. I guess, loyal to it than others. Yeah, sometimes yeah. they're just like, we need 12 episodes, so let's just make them, it's gotta be an evil yeah. trench. Yeah. Okay, let's go. And, and, <laughs> and I mentioned Berserk because I feel like Berserk definitely has like a lot of fantasy elements. Yes, but even, it does. But even more so than just like your average, like, oh, here's a dragon, here's a gnome, here's a dwarf. It's like very much like they show fairy tales and fairy kind which in actual folklore and stories are like these vicious natural things Mm -hmm. like fairies steal your children Mm -hmm. and like these things eat the toes off your children lots of children things like you know that's clearly a fear of losing your children to the magical elements Uh, and Berserk definitely like really shows that these things are not necessarily great things Mm -hmm. you know and that there's sort of this weird they're not evil and they're not good. They're just nature about it, which which they're just a force, just yeah, like just like just Godzilla was in the movie Godzilla. Yeah, in Godzilla, <laughs> in the movie Godzilla. and Kong, Kong who he yeah. was also just a force, a force for good. You don't yeah. get no um, personalization. I feel this like movie. a good example of like fairy tale esque anime is like uh, the heroic tale of Arslan. Oh yeah, Arslan? yeah. Really? yeah. You think because it's it takes place in a in like a fake Persia. Uh-huh. He's a prince trying to win back he's he comes from like he's ignorant and very pure he's coming trying to unite all these things and 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 come into his own um he's he's generally portrayed as what you would portray a hero in uh fantasy and D &D in video games um, to be fair uh i think in the help that he gets is very D &D. he gets like a rogue and a bard and stuff Mm. like that it's it's much more like fairy tale-esque okay here's a here's a list (laughs) a small small list you did mention uh 
uh, 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 Spice and Wolf. I guess that's yeah, because that's based that's based off an actual folklore though as well. Oh, is it? Uh, I didn't know yeah, that. like you know, Wolf Girls, right? And then uh, Vision of Escaflone. No, oh, mm. yeah. Girls well, traveling to other it, dimensions is like totally a whole genre. Oh, of, like the Al, once again, yeah. the Alice, Alice in Wonderland, Wonderland. Yeah. 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 She gets to be a Mecca, gets to ride a Mecca or whatever the fuck <laughs> is that about the act? Uh, it's a dragon. Uh, Claymore. <laughs> I'm trying to think of, it's not Heroic of Legend of Arsalan, but it came out around the same time. Elfin. Elfin Lead? Elfin Lead? Yeah. No, that has nothing no. to do with anything. No, 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 no. I feel like. They have, um, there, uh, they one, they have the one. Oh, the Record of Lotus Wars. Oh, Lotus oh, Wars, yes. That yeah, is that's the one that I suggested, yeah. actually, yeah. Okay. For, for a future yeah. passage. Um, <laughs> Sword Art actually has little things that allude to it. Mm-hmm. But uh, what I didn't realize was that Sailor Moon is actually based off of technically Greek myth, which it makes sense. Like. The moons. And dot. Well, like and Demian yeah. and Celine, uh, no, Celine, I think. Serena. It's, no, it's not Serena. You mean oh, in, maybe. in Legend? In the Legend, <laughs> yeah. it's Celine. Oh, yeah, because Celine means moon. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, like, there, <laughs> that's where that came from. And I had no clue whatsoever that that's what Oh, really? That I was. also yeah. did not know that. I feel yeah. like I thought everyone knew because I was such a, I was such a turbo nerd with Sailor Moon when I was a kid that I read up on every random, any kind of, like, tidbit of, like, fact that would drop in the series I'm like well why does that happen let me look it up and I would like go to the fucking library because you couldn't google stuff back then <laughs> yeah no I yeah, had even I had no idea no that clue. these were based off of anything yeah so no. like what, like Ray has like Phobos and Deimos those are yeah. the two moons that are also like the two guardians like in Greek legend they're like the two guardians of oh Mar- wow Hi. I'm finally piecing these things together I feel like the more you learn uh, yeah wow well, I just learned something about anime today oh, and I uh, feel real good about myself so online uh, Andre or Andre Drew says uh, there was a Little Mermaid esque anime called The Adventure of Mermaid Princess Marina, and there's also uh, guys, guys, uh, Princess Tutu. Yeah, yeah, Princess Tutu. Princess Tutu. Isn't that like about the Swan Lake? It's it's a a mixture of Swan Lake and the Ugly Duckling. Oh, who's the only one? Oh, also they use a bunch of uh, like Sayuki. Journey to the east. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Journey to the west. Journey to the west. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Wrong direction. <laughs> Wrong. Sorry. Right. I guess that makes sense. <laughs> hey, look, eventually you go around and it turns into east. Uh, <laughs> so as we were talking about, um, like, nature, it kind of reminds me of, like, fairy tale in nature reminds me of Ghibli movies. Yeah. I think it's, like, I yeah. think Ghibli does that kind of the best. Because the whole thing is it's, like, you know that Ghibli movies are, like, a fairy tale. Yes. Um, but it's so hard to put your finger on what... It's because yeah. they focus on nature. There's always a lesson for yeah. humanity in it, and uh, there's always fantastical elements. Yeah, that is also one of the points that I have. Where, like, basically, hey, that's called a segue. Yeah, segue. <laughs> uh, D- Ghibli is basically the equivalent of the Japanese Disney. And I think they're, they have very strong fairy tale-type stories, but they're kind of like new fairy tales where they kind of invent them. But there's always like a young like humbled usually a girl mm-hmm. um, who's either lost or beginning trying to make something of herself and there's always like an overarching moral story yeah. um, like you get like uh, Kiki's Delivery Service is like that um, like House Moving Castle which Princess- is based off the book though oh. Kiki's Delivery <laughs> Service is based off isn't that a book? oh I don't know Oh. No. Oh shit, sorry internet. No clue, guys. So one fact check us. Come on. <laughs> no, hurry up. Fact check. Um like Princess Mononoke's definitely got fairy tale elements in mm. it and um spirited away. Yeah, they pull they yeah. pull things from the folklore and then they make it to a complete story mm-hmm. with a beginning and an end, which is why people like it. I mean, it's it's yeah. like it has a feeling of oldness that exists like in the back of our brains already. Yeah. It um, I, I don't know. It's like 
can you make can we make fairy tales now? I think, yeah, there's what, modern yeah. fairy tales. I, I mean, think Ghibli is a very good like starting point of how you can make new fairy tales. Right. Max, haven't you seen the wedding planner? <laughs> that Was that supposed to be a J- fairy tale? J Lo, she becomes a princess. <laughs> no, Made in Manhattan. I was thinking of Made in Manhattan. Made in Manhattan. Made in Manhattan. Yeah. Yeah. That's a coming of age. That's a Can you imagine the future? Uh, our or like future, the Prince's Diaries? Or like our kids, kids, yeah. kids, and they're just like, I want, you to, I want you to tell me the bedtime story of You've Got Mail. Like, I want to be, that is well, going to be. But You've Got Mail is based off of Pride and Prejudice. Oh, I don't know. There you go. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I, I it get is. it now, but yeah. 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 <laughs> so many connections we're making. So we're yeah. Isn't culture a beautiful Every, thing? Everything. Every, nothing is original. Nothing is original. Is original. Everything is recycled. There's no point. Originality <laughs> yeah. is dead. All right, so recommended fairy tale inspired anime? Uh, you guys have me? Explain I, why. I, uh, why. Why? I have to say, I just watched... Um, the uh, Tale of Princess Kaguya. Kaguya? Sorry. The Ooh. Tale of Princess Kaguya. Uh, it's a movie that, that Ghibli, Ghibli just did uh, kind of recently. I can't remember right now. Maybe like two years ago. Two um, if you look in the poster on the screen, uh, you can see that they released an American version with uh, all sorts of uh, Hollywood actors as the yep. the uh, main oh. voices. Cause it was also nominated for an Oscar. Yes. Um, it's very year. beautiful. It's it's first... Mm, I don't know if it's the first time, but it's the first time in a long time that Ghibli... Ghibli, Ghibli, <laughs> Ghibli, um, Ghibli decided to directly do the fairy tale version of the story. Oh. They added some, they padded it with some extra stuff like that wasn't in the original story, but they kind of from beginning to the end, the beginning and the end are the same. So it's like the she traditional Japanese story. And at the end, she gets taken away by right. the moon people. But in between, they add stuff to make it like a full story of like what what happened after the parents found her, and then mm-hmm. why did the she did she want to leave? Why did the moon people pick her up? That's weird. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's actually quite moving, and it's a very it's another slow one. You know, it's one of those yeah. beautiful ones. That's, it's drawn. It's animated in the style of Japanese paintings, uh, traditional Japanese paintings with like the like brushwork and stuff. And when she gets really mad, she turns into like a really she. She turns into like a less animated version of herself and like a painting that just flies through the air. It's really, really oh. cool. Um, I have to recommend it because it is fairy tale esque. It's well animated and uh, it's out there on the internet. Yeah, oh, I mean, I think it's fantastic. definitely like it's definitely Japanese fairy tale. Yeah, yeah. It's tra- I mean, as traditional as traditional folklore can get. Yeah, because I mean, I'm One surprised that they stories. haven't done like a more true to story like Momotaro or something. Yeah, you know, I, I would expect them to make like a Momotaro. Yeah. I feel like thing that'd be too. like a side project. I think they're yeah. they were really committed to while well, Miyazaki was in charge, just doing new fairy tales, mm-hmm. like yeah. creating a new story for like this generation to learn shit about things that are problems now, like fucking up the environment, war. Like they are trying to hit stuff. Yeah, because yeah. there's also that one about like that a dude who goes and lives under the sea and comes back and is like everybody's dead or old or whatever. Oh yeah, he he. God, what's it called? Uh, <laughs> so a version of the. Ma- the you're talking <laughs> about when he goes into the underwater kingdom. And yeah. he Comes back out and he thinks it's only a week, but it's actually been a hundred years. Yeah. And then he's like, "Don't open this box." He's like, "Fucking, I'll open the box." <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. And um, then he grows into an old man. That's basically. Yes. I should tell stories <laughs> to children. Uh, I'd be really good uh, at it. Max your uh my 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 recommendations berserk we went through that whatever the <laughs> record of lotus war record of yeah. lotus war though. can i yeah. tell you how amazing that show is that it, it was like one of those anime that like i watched as a young child and i didn't 100% get everything about it mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. i just remember 
having this feeling of like, oh man, this is how, how a well developed fantasy series mm-hmm. is supposed to be like. It, it has was wars. Yeah. I mean, it's very it's more D and D than it is like fairy tale ish. Yeah, yes. yeah. But at the same time, you know, like you feel that element of fantasy. Yeah, because it's got like like we said, it's got all the elements. It's got a very humble uh, hero with hero? humble yeah. beginnings. Mm-hmm. It's got fantastical creatures that aid him, and it's got an overarching witch and evil dude yeah. who yeah. is working against him. And I think it's also it's high fantasy, as we mm-hmm. say, as opposed to like regular fantasy, mm-hmm. because in high fantasy, what it, what it is, they develop all the races and yeah. stuff. So like mm-hmm. the dwarves have a story, the elves have a story. Um, and I think it was inspired. It was inspired by uh, Lord of the Rings, though. Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. probably everything was. Everything yeah, is. Well, there's <laughs> a lot of that. In, I mean, because that basically spawned D and D. You know, D and D culture mm-hmm. and whatever whatever elements that they use, like all the creatures and the races yeah. and stuff. Um, but it had. Uh, I think it started the this genre of like the Mao. You know, the Demon King. Like that is a story oh, Mao, that, which yeah. is like this. Because a lot of anime takes these certain story structures and they sort of, like, make different interpretations of it. Mm-hmm. One of them is the, I guess, the evil demon king versus yes. the hero. Like, that is a huge thing. There's been, like, I feel like there's, like, four or five anime that spawn every season that has to do with, like, we gotta kill the evil king. Like, Grand Blue Fantasy yeah. right now, that is that story. That story is so prevalent all the time. Um, what was it? My... The Devil's a Part-Time Worker. Oh, yeah, Hataraku no Mao-sama. Yeah. Which is a really good anime, guys. It's a really great anime, and it's literally about a demon king. So it's like, I feel like that was the first OG genre, and probably spawned, like, a lot of other things out of it. Sure, yeah. It it came out very early in the age mm -hmm. of anime as well. It's an early 80s film, I think. Or maybe seven. Uh, I think it was late 80s. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The six, uh, four Lotus War, I feel like it's like, I want to say 88. 88-ish. Yeah. I remember six being o- six OVAs, dated, and then the Yeah, and then like the, the 26 episode anime was like early 90s. But can I say that that is like impeccably animated? Yeah, is, I think it still holds up. Yeah, it's beautiful from the first episode to like the last episode. There's like mm-hmm. some frames in between, but for the most part, man, I've never seen like <laughs> animation that beautiful since then. 1990. You know? Really? Wow. I, th- I thought it was a long time ago. I thought it was like late it felt, 80s. It felt way long. Like, when I saw it, I was like, probably like 12 or 13 or something. Oh my god. But it's no, still, yeah. you couldn't. No, wait, well, what? Then, really? Yeah. Oh, then you saw it much later because I remember yeah. seeing it like when I was like in... I, I feel like I, I guess saw I it when the internet was available. Yeah, I guess I was in college already because I, I started college in 2000, so... It must have just when it came out. So it says here that the manga started in 88, though. Oh, okay. Um, obviously, I need something to get based off of. But then um, there was also an RPG game. <laughs> oh, of course there is. Like, the, that, that whole series screams, like, RPG. And mm-hmm. I think, oh, yeah, definitely. And, like, growing up, I had no idea what D&D was. But when people explained to me, I was like, oh, like, Record of Lotus War. Yeah, yeah sure. Yeah, that's, that's a, a great example. Yeah. And it, yeah. if you haven't, if you want, like, a solid fantasy series, like, a solid, solid one, this is definitely one to watch. I, it, I feel like it's definitely one of those must-see animes. If you like anime and you really want to get into it, and you want to see, like, what gems this culture has brought out, Record of Lowe's. This gem, right this here. This gem. This yeah. gem. Uh, my pick is, obviously, somebody said it, Princess Tutu. Um, I randomly saw it on, like, I want to say Amazon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it it is a... It was so big when it came out, though. Yeah, it, it's kind of like... like like uh, what were we saying? Uh, Swan, Swan Lake. Lake meets the ugly duckling because she is a duck. Apparently, she's like a duck. Wait, and is she, she a human duck? So she's a duck, <laughs> and then she has like a human form. Mm-hmm. And then like, don't yeah. they fight? 
Isn't there like a fight scene? But it's like dance fighting. It's Are like they, ballet dance fighting. But they're ducks. No, she, he, she has humans. a human form. Yeah. Like that form. But it's a but technically no, that I just is watch a duck. The game anime. <laughs> you just watch it. Okay. It's it's very, yeah. very cute. Sure. They have some very stylized stuff. It kind of reminded the artwork kind of reminded me of like Utena at some mm-hmm. points where mm-hmm. they have like all the stained glass and stuff like that. Mm. Yeah. Um, I think it's very sweet, but it also does something that I'm like, I like uh, towards the end, like the guy that you think is the villain mm-hmm. ends up being the one who takes care of the duck. Like that is the love story. Um, Aww, so it's yeah, spoilers if you haven't seen it. But it's been nice. it's also been Mallard like love, at least ten years. Watch this. We're recommending these things to watch. We're gonna tell you the ending real. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I think it's, it's don't have it's to worth, watch it. It's worth it's worth watching. Yeah. Um, I remember there was like three years when all the cosplay was Princess Tutti. Like you go to any convention, it was yes. Like, How many swans am I gonna see today? <laughs> Twenty. Yeah, there's 20 like swans. a. There's still it's still a pretty prevalent. Yeah, series, not, I feel I mean, like not as in, it in much as it used to be. Yeah, sure. As prevalent as Game of Thrones cosplay. But I, I feel like I, I occasionally see someone dressed as right. that because it's yeah. a nice costume. Yeah, it's, it's a, a good costume. it's a good dress looky thing. Yeah, please. Okay. All right. Uh, well, that's kind of it for us this week. Uh, next it, week. Next we, week, Michelle is leading with a different style. Yeah, we're we talking about know. the fucking news, y'all. We're going to yeah. talk about anime news, geek news, otaku shit, stuff happening Maverick in Japan. Stuff. Just like, you know, fun, fun yeah. news you show. Yeah. So hop on in. Stuff tell that us. if you're an otaku, you probably want to know. Yeah, yeah. Ping, ping us on uh, Twitter uh, or whatever and let us know cool things that are happening. In yeah, your if life you have too, any topic suggestions it. or if you want... If you the hear about otaku. the new hotness, please hit us yeah. up with the Mari Otaku because we are not just the Mari Otaku. So are you. Yeah. So. Oh, I like that. So, uh, so thanks again once for joining us. Uh, I am Yume. You can find me everywhere on the internet at Yume Warlock. And I'm Maxwell Song. You can find me on the everything at Max Saltz. And I am Trevi Bunny Michelle. You can find me everywhere on the internet at I am Trevi Bunny. Woo! Later. See you next well, week! Y'all. Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network. We would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals.